After slaying the beast sent from Gauntlight, the desecration of Otari Cemetery weighs heavily on Yosef. As he and Toven work to reinter the dead, his comrades stumble upon newcomers to the town, drawn by grief and desperation. Hey everybody, it's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM, Trevor, and I got the rest of these idiots with me tonight. I'm not going to say their names because it's not worth it. Hi, <laughs> it's me. The idiot. <laughs> I feel like it as is, the episodes go by, he's just going to get worse and worse. It is. It's just going to be like, my podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Roll for Intent. We shut up. Yeah, Roll for Intent. Piss off. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. You're in a town. <laughs> Rocks fall. You're introduced. <laughs> Role play. Go. <laughs> yeah, this is the episode where we actually introduce that we don't want to do abomination vaults anymore, and we just jump into Fist of the Ruby Phoenix. Yep. No, just kill we're gonna off. <laughs> Next episode is actually going to be scenes from a hat from whose line is it anyway? <laughs> <laughs> I had a um, I had a really really funny moment earlier today, wherein um, I learned that um, my mother, or rather our mother, Trevor and I's mother. Uh, was listening to a podcast, not ours, but she's into a handful of different podcasts and some murder mystery stuff. But um, my mother was listening to a podcast, and I don't exactly know what the context of the podcast was, but evidently somebody mentioned the fact that they either knew somebody or the story they were talking about had something to do with um, a tattoo that they described as tentacle porn. And my mother didn't know what that was. Nice. Oh, I bet that so was, she that was a good two-hour conversation. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> she googled it, and now she knows. And uh, hi, mom. <laughs> it all started. <laughs> She's gonna be really upset now, when she listens to this now. Episode. Everybody else knows oh, yeah. that you now know what tentacle porn is. Fisherman's wife. Jpg. <laughs> she lives at this address on Just, in this street in this state. Cut, cut the mic. Cut the mic. Cut the mic. <laughs> Just get her email address and everybody send in your favorite videos for reference. <laughs> <laughs> That's mailroom at rollforintent.com. <laughs> we our viewers are cultured. They they're they're into technical porn. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, at this they know point what they, they probably progress to like the live action stuff, right? Like and then things like that. You know what? what that's that's stopped me in my tracks. I was going to say something when you win. I'm glad that we didn't have this conversation two episodes ago oh before Joe showed up because right? that nugget wouldn't have been there. <laughs> oh, man. Joseph's a man of class. Right? I'm just saying. Like, yeah. you, go, you go deep enough. Oh, yeah. Deep enough, you say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go deep enough into any sort of fandom and you'll find real weirdos. Does, oh, yeah. does the term um, anal retentive mean something different for you? Uh, you know, it depends on what day of the week it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so I had a really long day. I've been working for, let me look at my non-watch, uh, roughly about 15 hours straight, uh, including some contract work on a different part of the state. And I got here just in time so that Micah doesn't fall asleep on his tiny little pillow in that sock drawer that he sleeps in. Yep. And, yep. Uh, <laughs> it's looking very appealing right now. <laughs> He's like an elf from Harry Potter, poor guy. Don't give him a sock. He'll leave us. Well, if we last too long, somebody throws a, they throw a blanket over yeah. his cage. <laughs> the, the cutest part is the stairs made out of books that go up to the top shelf. <laughs> it's adorable. <laughs> it's like little Nemo. Or what's the, was that the, yeah, whatever, the old cartoon. Um, but Yeah, you got uh, it. 
but I don't know. I just sat back and I've, I've been privy to like watching a lot of people's lives recently and a lot of strange situations have come up that I've been able to just be a spectator for. I'm thankful for every moment that I'm alive. And I've realized recently that time is a very finite thing for each of us. And uh, I think on behalf of everybody here, I'm sure they can agree with me. Uh, I really want to thank all you guys for listening to us and just joining us and spending a little bit of that with us every week. Uh, assuming you're still listening at this point, but, uh, uh hashtag bored. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's great to be able to connect with people. Uh, there are more people listening to this podcast than I could ever name that I know, which is amazing. Also, I am very dumb, so it may not be that high of a number. Um, but, uh, he can only yeah. name as many people as he can count on his fingers and toes. And he That's lost true. one I was combine say, I, when he was yeah, a kid. Yeah, I can, I can count all the way to 17. Um, so (laughs) yeah, no, I just want to take a second to just thank our listeners for, for bearing with us. And, and, uh, uh, I hope that, you know, our episodes bring you a little bit of a smile or a chuckle or maybe even a hearty laugh. I just want to take a second and let everyone know, you know, thanks for spending your time with us. Uh, if you can tell your friends, family, uh, I don't know, you're the kid that beats you up at school, whatever, tell somebody about us. If you like us, share us with everybody, give us good reviews, blah, blah, blah. If you hate uh, us, my... share us with your enemies. Yeah, yep. exactly. exactly. <laughs> if that's, you think our show appeal. sucks, give it to somebody you don't like. Yeah. Yeah. If you see, exactly. if you see one of us post on Reddit or Facebook, give us a shout out, tell people that you enjoy us. You know, word of mouth is the best way that something like this grows and we want to grow it. So yeah, if you like it, tell people and connect with us. I mean, we love talking to people. It's, we have a few people that uh, have connected with us on discord and we've very much enjoyed talking to them. In fact, if you listen to last episode, we've really connected with some of them. Um, but, uh, I, I just want to take a second to thank everyone for just taking a little bit of their, you know, small amount of time they have on this planet to spend with us. And I guess with that, let's get this prolapse rectum on the road. God damn it. <laughs> you were yeah! doing so well. It was great. Yeah. Joke's on you, Todd. You died two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, podcast listeners. It's your GM, Trevor, here. It's been a bit since I did one of these, but I figured with 2023 coming to a close, it's probably time. Whether you've been here since day one, you binged our whole collection in a week, or if this is your first time you've downloaded an episode, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now, it's been a while since I've asked you all for anything, but it being Christmas and all, we do have one thing you could do for us that would mean the world. Take two minutes and jump into your podcast app of choice and leave us a review. Stars are fine. Words are amazing. That is the number one way for us to reach more people. If only 5% of you dropped a review on iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever, we would reach so many more people. If you haven't done so yet, drop on by the Discord, wolferintent.com slash Discord. Now, let's get back to the show. So, last week, and this time actually for us, it really was last week. When did we record this? Three days ago, something like yeah. that. Yep. So our, our recording schedule is yeah. ridiculous right now. Yeah. Thanks, Ray. And Mary Good Kay. Job, Ray. Yeah, Mary Good Kay. <laughs> Last week, we finalized the battle in the cemetery, at least we think, against the creature that was sent to us by our good friend Christian at Beast Foundry. The 
Now I can't remember the name, and I feel like an idiot. Morglar. Morglar. The Morglar. Last week, uh, fell to your concentrated efforts and some really well-placed... Uh, grease. ...area of effect spells. That grease, man, was freaking clutch. Uh, but you were able to stem the tide of the undead. You got a thanks from uh, Krentek came by and, and you know, was checking out the scene to report back to the mayor and Lightus Longsaddle, which most of you had not met. In fact, we hadn't spoke about him on the podcast until last week. Um, but Joe actually read the player's guide. Thank you, Joe. And integrated it into his backstory. Lightus Longsaddle, <laughs> the captain of the guard, came by and he seems to be rather worthless, but maybe a good heart. You guys headed back to your respective places with the exception of Yosef and Kashak stayed back to try to reinter the dead. The rest of you three went to Crow's Casks, got there, and saw a trio of bounty hunters that seemed to be on the trail of a wolf of some sort. It was uh, Yosef and Tovin that stayed back. Kashik is of the opinion that they were already interred once. I'm sorry. Did he go back under a thirsty alpaca? I must remember. Toss him in a bag. <laughs> and did remember. we confirm that these guys are after Jal Mesman? That's grub. I don't think that they said that they were, but they are okay. hunting. They said they're going to go get that wolf. Right. Or that werewolf. Right. So I guess you could infer, maybe. Okay. Might want to ask okay. around the town if you're really interested in that. I'm sure somebody yeah. might have heard something about it. All right. Y'all are hanging out at the Crow's Casks. Get yourself a drink. Getting your morning beer. Yosef, you and Tovin are reinterring the dead. Uh, the other three of you are sitting there at the bar, and a, and a boy comes in, and he's got a piece of paper that he hands to Solus. Mister, Mister, I got something for you. It's from the mayor. Oh, uh, yes, thank you, young man. I take it, open it. Why does he sound like the lady from Ray Stevens? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> look at that! Look at that! Yeah, man, that's nice. Here good, comes wow. good reference. I haven't heard anybody reference Ray Stevens outside of my own family in my entire life. And he ain't wearing no clothes. <laughs> All right. We try to write this ship again. <laughs> A message from the mayor. He's been awfully communicative with me. It says, do you Who's like me? Vote? Check box, yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it says... Um, I'm unable to attend to you at this moment, but please come to my manor at your earliest convenience. He's invited me to the manor again. So it's serious. Alone? It it doesn't say. I suppose if any of you wish to come with you, very well may. Ah, well, his manor is fairly well known as a, a museum of sorts. I mean, it's hard to tell, you know, what sort of visitors you might have. I doubt that it's some sort of a, a private meeting. Indeed, but I, I continue to get the feeling that there's something more going on behind the scenes with regards to the mayor. I don't know what to think about him. But if you wish to, to uh, accompany me, you absolutely may. It'd be nice to have company on the walk. Well, certainly. I can sleep any time of the day. The trick is to go underground. Do the rest of you have plans for your morning? At some point, we must head back to the gauntlet. Yosef, are we still working? Until told otherwise by GM. I, I would say that you're going to at least work for an hour, hour and a half. 
uh, you would have no idea that these events are happening. And okay. if you end up going back to Crow's Casks, unless they've returned by then, you will not know what's going on. I imagine Billiam might have like visited his family. <laughs> so it's just Billiam, Kashik, and Solus at the the tavern. All right. All right. Yeah, Billiam. Billiam will. What time is it at, uh, at this point? I, know uh, it was I would say it's. I would say that it's probably about seven in the morning at the latest. It might be even earlier than that. Billiam will join Solus. I'll, I'll head to the mayor's, to the mayor's uh, museum with you. I like looking at all the stuff. Very good. Uh, then I finish my drink, finish my food, and. Head out. You make your way up to the mayor's house, and it looks like there's um, a bit of a retinue of guards there. They may have been trying to protect the mayor's estate because nobody really knew what was going on or still really doesn't know what's going on. Uh, as you make your way up, you see the major domo that you saw before, and he recognizes you instantly. He must have instructions from the mayor because he ushers you directly into the office den that sits at the middle of his room. Well, when, we, when you get in there, you see a uh, towering half-orc heavily scarred across his face um, standing next to the mayor's desk kind of hunched over looking at some papers and, you know, pointing at things and moving things around. Um, they look like they're talking, you know, not not intensely, just, you know, all right, business. I, I stand politely at the door and uh, knock at the um, at the, uh, the the side of the door sill. Oh yes, yeah. Solus, Solus. Yes, Osif, you sent for me. Yes, yes. Uh, please excuse us. Uh, this is foreman at my mill, Clord Hengus. Clord, these are the men I spoke to you of. Uh, the half orc looks up to you and gives you a curt nod. He says. Nice to meet you. I better get back to the mill. Of course, the gentleman of the giant's wheel. And uh, he is he's a full head taller than all of you, with the exception of Billiam. He's a little bit taller than Billiam, though. He is a absolutely massive man. It's like a body height taller than me. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he, he makes his way out of the room, and he's wearing you know work clothes. He's got a hatchet on his side heavily scarred, but he carries himself like somebody that knows how to handle himself. He looks like he's he could probably be pretty good in a fight if you needed him. Heads out. You almost feel the ground shake as he walks by. He's so big. Where the fuck was he ten minutes ago? We need that guy. Ta-ta, Mr. Angus. Have a great day. <laughs> we did great. We got a weird sexual energy from that guy. <laughs> Zero days without an accident at the Giants Wheel, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know if I want to fight that guy or fuck that guy. Yeah, you do. You uh, know exactly what William, you want. William, keep, keep such thoughts to yourself. <laughs> he just sorry. said it out loud. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Osem is just <laughs> staring at him. I like, don't know <laughs> if I would have fight that guy. <laughs> or, or, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> those, those overpowering orc pheromones. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Orc pheromones. They're almost like moths and butterflies, man. It's a strange energy. Show him your flaming flail. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, just. Clang that chain a couple of times while it's on fire and see what he does. <laughs> he might I'm like embarrassed. It. I'm like, oh, look him over me. I'm sorry, Solus. <laughs> he turns okay. greenish red like a Christmas tree. 
Yo, what would your wife think about this, Billiam? <laughs> That's why I'm so confused. She might very well be entirely on board. She likes a third. We wouldn't have a choice. I don't know how can be like, he's going to just take over, honey. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Look how big he is. Hashtag orcish spit roast. <laughs> oh, God. I have to take all of this out. I no, take this, all this, of this, this is good. This is this good stays stuff. In. It spurred the uh, start of our Patreon, exactly. which we haven't started yet. Which, hey, now me and Todd are in. So now with the orc scene, we need a third, guys. Which one of you is in to roll play? Don't Joe, even have to I think, ask me I think you could bring a bit of levity to the situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we doing helium play? This could get weird. <laughs> God damn it. All right, helium, this is why helium. you're here, Joe. Bill returns back to his normal state. All right. Flus- flustered, but uh, but uh, back to normal. <laughs> uh, oh, so in, in case you have not yet met him, this here is Kashuk. He proved himself invaluable in our defense of the graveyard. Matt, Grentek told me... Uh, that you had a kobold among you. He mentioned he knew him. I, I trust that, uh... I trust that he's been helpful and that you will uh, take pains to protect each other going forward. Yes, he might very well be a useful companion for the Gauntlet, though we have not yet discussed that with him. Well, certainly, your lordship. Now, on, on to business. What is it you wished of me? I need an accurate retelling of what exactly happened. I, I can't seem to get anything straight from any of the guards. None of my uh, immediate associates were there. Nobody, none of my right-hand men were there to see what happened. And I know that you were, so I need to know what happened. All I could see was a bright light coming from the fog fan. Was that, was that from the gauntlet? It was. It was. I confess I was not, I was not there at the beginning of the... Uh, of the this, this situation. I only saw the light from my bedroom window, but the light was coming from the gauntlet, and we had learned there that the gauntlet is capable of emanating a light filled with ghosts. That's at least according to someone that we met there. Someone you met at the gauntlet? One might call it a gaunt light. No, no one would do that. The portmanteau. <laughs> the ghost haunt. <laughs> Ooh. Kashak is actually kabold for explains the joke. <laughs> hey. oh! It's funny when you explain it, right? Yes, we, we learned this from a curious little creature, but it did not elaborate. We, I was, in fact, surprised that it was even true. It seems that something from that light brought the dead back to life. The dead to life. And also bugs. Well... More uh, a state of undeath, not not definitely not alive, but also not quite dead. Troubling, very troubling. Was there anything else? I saw that it happened twice, roughly ten minutes apart from each other. What? There was a second creature that I I, I struggle how to describe it. it. It seemed almost insectoid, but it, it was not undead like the others. How did it appear? It was like a scorpion lobster pillbug baby. The voice, I can't. <laughs> so it was like a pill bug with the back end of a scorpion and also the undercarriage of a scarab, and it had uh, pinches like a lobster, but also, uh, you know, uh, what are they called? Not a proboscis, the, the pinchy things on its face. Mandibles. Yes, that. An unearthly chimera, at any rate, though it did not seem undead. 
Did it did it fly there? How? No, it was brought there by the light, the gaunt light. It should be a a, a, a bug light. Gaunt, gaunt bug light. Kash- yes, Kashik, that's very nice. <laughs> uh, I actually do not remember. How did it get there? Did It, it came off from the, the light. <laughs> it was the light, man. Maybe like a moth it was drawn there. Like I said, the light. And I believe that this is much more dangerous than much more important than just trying to find missing shopkeeper. I must implore that you expand your efforts to search out what is happening in the gauntlet, what is causing this, how can something that's been dead for 500 years start to spread its malevolence again across the land? What, what is going on in my town? Sadly, sir, consider that to be an expansion of efforts. Absolutely. Obviously, we're going to continue looking for the shopkeep. Yes, I, I will make every effort to uh, carry both tasks out to a successful conclusion. I to understand that you have a compatriot that's also interested in the gauntlet itself. Perhaps your, your quest more closely aligns with each other now. Indeed, indeed. Ah, the caravaneer. The dentist. Yes, the dentist. Please, again, keep me appraised. We must find what is causing these foul emanations. And they must be stopped. I will not let you down. Consider yourself as, as having my full support. Anything you need from me, uh, and to a lesser extent, the gods, will be yours within the bounds of this investigation. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, thank you, your lordship. And as he says this, you see like a little girl peek her head around the corner. Mm-hmm. So, Daddy, Daddy, are your friends here again? Yes, honey. This is this is very important business. I don't don't want you uh, don't want you worried or scared. You, you probably shouldn't be in here. That golden lizard boy, he seems nice. They didn't want to send you away, you know. It hurt them so much. And she turns and she runs back down the hall. Does she show up any time you mention emanations? <laughs> As a matter of fact. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you broke Trevor, though. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I hope you all enjoyed Abomination Vaults. This is the end. <laughs> Joe's just too fucking funny. Oh, my God. So, uh, Kashak, his eyes kind of go wide when she says that. He gets a look of kind of befuddlement, and then she runs off, and he just kind of gets like a thousand-yard stare and kind of isn't really present for the rest of the conversation. Friend, don't don't think too much of it. She says says such odd things to people, I wouldn't think too much of it. Yeah, well, well, thank you for your hospitality nonetheless. I'm sure you have uh, investigations to do once again. Go with my full blessing, knowing that you have the support of the entire town behind you. Thank you, thank you. Your support is invaluable. Thank you, Lordship. We'll lose ourselves out. With that, he kind of, you know, addresses his majordomo and leads you out. Back to the, uh, the Portacashere. Yep. In the front of the home, and you can head your way back towards the crow's casks. I would say probably about the time that you 
I, at some point, I want to uh, head to the blacksmith. Ah, yes. If yes, excellent. Yeah, you could. We could. We can do that. Go. What, Cameron? Yes, Carmen Rajani, the blacksmith. You actually saw him at the cemetery fighting off some some okay. zombies. Okay. Okay. Then I'm gonna head over there if everyone else is okay with that. Excellent. Yeah, you I'd see like him, if at all possible. Yeah, I would say that you guys were finishing up and you headed back towards the the pub and you were able to see them, you know, walking and might have, you know, caught up to them and figured out what they were doing, maybe met up with them. Covered in dirt. Grave dirt. Tovin is just sucking on his thumb and forefinger. He's like, ah, my fingers are so sore, so much stitching. Jesus. How was your, how was your morning, gentlemen? Uh, I'm a little too dirty, but, uh, you know. Same old, same old. I resent that. I'm very clean. So as, uh, if you guys are going to head towards the blacksmith, as you get there, you see a bit of a crowd gathered around the front of it. And as you get closer towards the crowd, you hear them laughing and gasping and ooh, ah, and you can hear Carmen Rajani above all of them, almost like a carnival barker. And then as they were crawling out of the ground, I jumped up and I stabbed them in the face and then cut off the heads and severed the limbs from their bodies. And I, I must have taken 15 of them by themselves, by myself, just destroying the undead wherever they were with this. And he holds up the sword. Once taken from me, it will prove to be the savior of this town yet again. And then people started cheering. Yeah, oh, Rajani from there. Oh. What an incredible act of heroism. You know, people are throwing money to him, you know. Hey, can you can you work on my work on a work on a pair of, of, of greaves for my son? Greaves for your son? How stupid was that? Why would the GM say something so dumb? They start. They start chanting, uh, "Rajani from air, Rajani from air." <laughs> My son needs grease. <laughs> exactly. How stupid! <laughs> I'm going into battle, and I need He's your strongest pair of greaves. He's tragically obese. His thighs—they they chafe so. <laughs> armor seller. I'm going into battle. I need I'm in need of your strongest greaves. armor. Some that that, that you can lubricate green. so they don't spark like my last pair of greens. My armor is too strong for you, traveler. My armor can kill a dragon, let alone a my man like you. Please let it your strongest greens. You cut this shit out right now. We don't have time for this. <laughs> my goodness. Smith Vajani. That's, that's such an incredible story. In fact, it's downright unbelievable. Now, now, Kashik, this is none of our business. No, but these are the true heroes of the town. The true heroes. The mighty knight of last wall. The great hobgoblin. Oh, my God. Dude, what now? It's just on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> the corn on the cob goblin. Uh, wait, I said hobgoblin. <laughs> he did say hobgoblin, but it was just after like four seconds of like. You know, the one hobgoblin in our town. <laughs> we have the black glass wall and that weird <laughs> guy. <laughs> he nailed it. 
You know what? You know what? <laughs> I'm in character. Carmen is not a wordsmith, let me tell you. Okay. You know what? How's yeah. Trevor? Yeah. The creepy dentist. <laughs> that little rat guy. They were all there. <laughs> the rat baker. And look, that little golden lizard. He was also there. <sighs> what can I do for you, true? And noble heroes of our town. Everybody starts cheering for you. Yeah! I, I was hoping to conduct some business. If you could step inside, I would prefer to be away from the crowd. Yes, yes, of course, of course. People, go back to your town, your, your homes, back to your lives. We have saved you from the scourge of the gauntlet. And remember, Carmen for mayor. <laughs> also... Remember, it's Yusoki, not Yusoki. Rat. Thank you. Uh, indeed. This gentleman needs some warm hardwood shavings to lie down in. I, I some, some kind of like colored feed. Does He's anybody exhausted. have? I'm gonna I'm gonna go home to my wheel and run until I get tired. <laughs> That said, I respond very favorably to people throwing me fish and things like that. <laughs> he opens the door and he leads you in. And it's, you know, generic blacksmith shop. Smells like hot iron and soot from the forge and oil and just nasty. It's not very well kept. Um, but he's like, what What can I do for you guys? What, what is it that I can do for you? How, how can Carmen make your day better? Well, I found this weapon in the gauntlet, and I pull out the plus one rapier. So this plus one rapier, yes. Plus one, as in a meta plus one. You must have some sort of potency rune attached to it. Absolutely, and he starts looking at it. You can see up near the up near the, the, the tang where it connects to the... Now I'm trying to remember all my sword parts. Hilt. Hilt, that's it. Up in the tang. Right near the taint. Where it connects to the hilt. There's just... There's, this, a little, there's a little divot. You can tell that it's been imbued. This, I see it. And he, and he brings his finger up and he feels something there. It's like an inch and a half wide. It's like, right here, see? And he, he holds it up to you. He's like, touch it, feel it there. And right. if, if you reach out and touch it, you can feel mm-hmm. like this crackle of arcane energy. It's like, that's just it right Grab there. hold of it and feel it. Now caress it. Slowly. That's, that is very, yes, that's very impressive. Also, do you think I should see a doctor for this? <laughs> what is it that you'd like me to do here? This is a perfectly fine weapon. It is. It is a worthy blade. My question is, would you be able to transfer this enhancement to a, a different weapon? Hmm, I think I probably could. Let me look in the table for exactly how that's handled. I believe it costs half the price of the potency room. Half the price of the potency room. By the way, is it okay if I... Okay, it's party loot. Can I spend three, like, three gold and, like, five silver? Okay, that's one. Sure, yeah. Okay, because I just want a hand crossbow with some with some bolts. I'm gonna. After you're done with this, I'm gonna talk to the to the guy, see if he has a weapon of mine, or I can ask the GM if if I see this weapon. Um. Also, Jake, do you want a uh, hand crossbow? Uh, I mean, you're you're you have this weapon. 
You're now Kratos. Just roll with it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So give me a hand crossbow so I can do something other than the worst cantrip possible. Disrupt Undead. <laughs> Disrupt Undead worked really good when the GM didn't know shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> Walking around this shop, do I notice if there's a mall here by chance? Like like Mall of America? <laughs> like a Darth Mall? Yes. There's a, a roller coaster Darth. inside of this blacksmith shop. <laughs> You see the Zabrak. He looks brooding. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, can we just Perfect. go? Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Is that the Sabaro in the back of the forge? <laughs> and just RP. <laughs> no, 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 no. He said Zabrak like Darth Maul, stop. guys. Come on. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Except they retconned it. He's actually a male Dathomirian. What? Yeah, right. They re- retconned it in Clone Wars. The Sorry, TV show. A decade ago when I was playing the role-playing game. Right. This is Abrac, my bad. I know, I know. It's stupid. It costs 10% of the cost of the rune and one day to transfer. Oh. The the target weapon in question is this longsword here. And I bring out my longsword. Why? That's an impressive longsword. Look it at is, the girth. I, I, it is my weapon of choice. I, I much I prefer it why. to the rapier. It's an impressive hilt. You look like you can handle your way around the long sword, son. Think it's big shit. Mm. <laughs> this is a fine crafted weapon. Knights of Last Wall, yes? Indeed. Beautiful. Yeah, I can I could transfer this. And honestly, I'll give you a bit of a discount since you've been so good for the town. I, I appreciate that very much. How much would that cost me? I should have looked that up. I know the, the math. It would cost you... It'll cost you one gold, seven silver. I can do that. But it will take me a day to do it. I can do that. I can do that. You can leave this with me, and I can give it back to you. Both of these weapons with me. I can give Very it good. back to you in the morning. Very good. Thank you. Do you need a loner? Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we do offer a generous rental plan on swords. So this just went from a forge to, like, an Avis rental. Do you need a loner? Because we've got an infinite supply of sticks. Is this serious <laughs> or is that a joke? It's a joke. I'm sorry. So, GM, did I see a mall in there or no? I would say yes, there's a mall in there. All right. If, Mike, are you still conversing with this man? I, I've finished my business. Thank right. you. Thank you once again. I look forward to reconvening with you tomorrow. Excellent. Yes. Uh, hopefully first thing in the morning I'll have it for you. Bill walks up to the mall, grabs it. It's, I'm assuming it's on the, out in the world. I can or out in the shop. Yeah, yeah, you it. can. Okay, so I grab the mall and I put it on the counter and I with, I pull out my plus one morning star and I go. How would you feel about doing a trade? Present both of them on the table to him. Would this be like a plus one mall, like a plus one mall for a plus one morning star, or just a mall? Yeah, what I'm hoping is he has some sort of something he can. Make this a plus one mall, and then I can trade my morning star for this mall, if possible. I'll go down. I'll go down in value. I'll just take the mall. <laughs> right? Exactly. I'm like Jesus. <laughs> no, that's a sorry. bad trade. Don't do it. <laughs> no. Yeah. Billiam does not really understand equivalent exchange. <laughs> right? This is a bigger weapon. This is. I just want a bigger one. No. Yeah. I'm hoping he can, because I I noticed that um, he can, you know, imbue this uh, this uh, sword for Solus, and I'm. As I'm seeing them, I'm like, oh, I would like this more. 
Well, it'll be same price and gold. One gold, five silver for the transfer, and then the cost of the weapon and the conversion from the tomb. We'll do it for two and a half gold. And you can again pick it up in the morning, the mall with the rune inscribed. So is anyone tracking these numbers? No reason. No. No. I was going to. Yeah. I was under the impression that Micah has been. We have, well, no, I'm looking at party loot, and we have three gold, 20 silver. Yeah, but I think some of you have gold left over from your starting. Yeah, yeah. I do. That's what I'm paying. Uh, for okay, because I need three gold, five silver, and I currently have um, I currently have nine silver and five copper. Oh, my gosh. Uh, unless, no, it's fine. because What I do you want to buy? I, I want to tap on Billiam's uh, shoulder and hand him another receipt. For uh, for purchases, I, and I and yeah. it's gonna say it's gonna say services rendered, and also holy water. Five <laughs> as soon, gold. Yeah, as soon as <laughs> what, what I was planning was as soon as he was like two gold pieces, I wanted to look over at Tobin and be like, "Can I afford this?" <laughs> <laughs> so I want to sell the Morning Star to this guy. How much would I get for the said plus one? More? Well, I guess you could take the same rune, so it, it won't be a plus one Morning Star after the fact. It'll just be a regular Morning. Well, star. so that's that's what I was saying. Three gold would be what you would get for the morning star for him to keep it okay. and the transfer and the purchase of the mall. It's going to cost you an extra five silver pieces in the conversion. Okay. Gotcha. Well, no, it's, it's total is going to cost you two gold because it's a gold and five silver for the transfer of the rune. And then the difference between the cost of the item and what you're giving him is another five silver. So Can two we gold sell gold. a minor elixir of dark vision? Not here, but yes, <laughs> two short swords. Oh, short swords, eh? We have two and four darts. Hmm. You know, I, I, I should have looked up how all of this works, but short swords are not worth a lot. Short swords are only worth, they're worth less than a gold piece. So yeah, it's nine silver nine pieces. Silver pieces. Yeah, nine cool. silver pieces. I would say, hmm, these short swords aren't in fantastic shape, but once again, since you're doing such a great service for the town, I'll give you one gold for the pair of them. I have no use for the darts, though, however. I apologize. Well, maybe we'll hit up a local bar. Maybe they could possibly use those. Okay, so I guess I'll forego my my thing. <laughs> Pardon me, sir. Yes. Yes, how can I help you, Master Cabold? Oh, sorry. I was I was trying to talk to um, Tovin. Oh, yeah. God yes. damn it. Yes. I couldn't help but notice that you seem to have uh, found yourself in a bit of a tight spot seems like you're looking to make some money. Uh, not so much make money, but spend it. Unless you have the coin. Is there a, another route? It seems like you genuinely rescued me, as in prevented me from dying. Oh, yes. No, I totally agree with you. You're, you're nearly worthless as far as that's concerned. Yeah, no. Eat my asshole. <laughs> I, and I do with a spoon. <laughs> I'm trying to do you a favor and loan you some money, prick. <laughs> you know what? Let's not uh, let's not consider it so much a loan as an investment in your future. Ah, well, as the person who would be stitching me back together in the event that uh, something were to blow me apart, I uh, I'm interested. How much okay. is it that you need? Uh, I only need three gold, and and I, I could get away with two silver. Okay, and uh, we have we have three gold and twenty silver. So, so we're. We, I turn my back and kind of encourage him to do the same, and I loan him the money. And by that, I mean give him the money. Okay. And I, and I patch you up. 
<laughs> um, no, uh, okay. I'll take. Two gold, I'll two take, silver. Yeah, I'll take that. And uh, and as you hand it to him, Tobin's going to say, uh, he's going to hold up. Like, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, uh, that, that little contraption behind you, that that uh, simple loading like crossbow. Could I could I see that and say twenty bolts? I'd like to purchase that, please. Certainly, certainly. That'll be exactly the amount of money that you just looked up to find out how much it would be. That's fine. And he folds everything over twice so that he can hand it to him and get half back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I give him the coin and and then I slip it into my my uh, my satchel and ready the uh, hand crossbow. Excellent. So you're going to be less worthless in combat now without spells. Oh no! Don't assume mm. that. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually has a negative two to dexterity. Yeah, no, it's not good. <laughs> All right, I'll add that to my inventory. Is there anything else that I can do for you fine, heroic gentlemen today? You young, young, beautiful, heroic gentlemen. Just soft, supple gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose, could you show me again that sword you, you were brandishing earlier? Just outside? Oh, yes, yes. You know, this, this is the sword. The slave Belcour herself, it belonged to my great-great-great-great-great-great-grandmother. And how many was it that you stayed with that again? <laughs> I can't remember. I just said great a bunch of times and hoped that you wouldn't care. Ah, how many did I slay? Scores. Just wait until the MILF invasion. Is he lying about this? About, about the, what? The, the origin of the sword? No. It's, I mean... Yosef would recognize the sword immediately. The thing is that it has been displayed in honor in Rajani's tomb for 500 years. Nearly. 450. Since she died. But he has it now. Which is different. Uh, what's his first name again? Carmen. Carmen. Is that what I think it is? It's your, your family sword, right? Yes. I, I, I hope you... I hope you don't mind me asking, but uh, how did you get it? Well, when the fracas broke out at the cemetery, I went there immediately, seeing what I could do. I, I truly did want to just help anybody that I could. And I saw that there were fiends busting out of our family mausoleum. I assume it was relatives of mine, unfortunately, and I went in, trying to find the source of whatever it was, and the statue holding the sword had been destroyed. The sword had fallen to the ground. I did not want it to be desecrated as such. So I picked it up and used it at hand, and I feel it's destiny that I again have my family's sword. The winnow has not tasted blood in so very long. The winnow. Is there anything that I can help you with other than that? I know that you are. You. I saw your light, eyes light up when you saw it. Master, what was your name again? And he looks at you, Yosef. 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 One of the only Yosoki in town, but all right. Well, doesn't mean I know you. It just means that I can recognize you. I, I won the town competition the other day. I saw you. I saw a lot of people that day. And okay, I'm okay asshole, what dick. do you want? Y- Yosef, pay no mind. Anonymity is a blessing. <laughs> Something okay. about fish pastries. All right. Uh, it's pasty. Okay, yes, I, I recognize the sword. I'm, I'm very interested in the... Thank you, Bill. 
Thank you, Billiard. I, I appreciate you know what I do. I've tapped him on the back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just like a... Wham! It's a thwump. <laughs> it's like if you smacked a toddler with a baseball mitt. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank if you. They don't cry uh, as much. I know you. I saw your eyes light up. You must be a st- student of history. Hey, Dabble. Yes, this is a very powerful blade. Cut down Belcor herself at the base of the gauntlet. Wait, where? At the base of the gauntlet. Yosef's going to turn fleeing. and look directly at Solus. She was fleeing to the cupola. And with a mighty swing, she was slain. Her head cleaved clear from her body. Oh, oh, oh. Why? This, is, this seems to trouble you. Can you recall? Roll for it. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, as a player, putting it together like, okay, so that blood spot at the bottom of the tower is just literally where she was killed. Maybe. Hero so. point for Yosef. So, but I mean, like, obviously this has some kind of significance, like learning this now, but I'm not entirely sure what it is or what the sword has to do with it. Part of me wants to feel like this is some kind of MacGuffin and we need to take it, but this guy does not seem like the kind of person that wants to part with a priceless family heirloom. I think he's hitting on you. Can we dip? <laughs> can we dip it in the blood and and? Uh, That's kind of what that? I was just thinking. Because the winnow hasn't tasted oh. blood, maybe the winnow wants to taste the same blood. The question is, if we get it from him, who will wield it? Well, geez. If only we had a strong protagonist type who was really good with long like a, swords. Like a champion. Yeah, yeah like a, a knight Like of some someone sort. who was like a, like a champion. Yeah, so was, do you know anybody like that? Someone who had like a shield in one hand and then like one hand that was like, man, I sure could use a, a Guys, sword it's okay. I'm right here. <laughs> uh, hey, there he goes. All right. Oh, wait. Yes. I thought we were talking this about guy. Bill the whole time. My bad. Uh, wait, we're not? <laughs> Sorry, Bill. I'm glad we have a knight. Of ovum around in case we find something weak to eggs. <laughs> Sweet lord, I still want to rock that in one e. <laughs> what was that that had a weakness to eggs? What the heck was that? Poison egg. We were almost poison egg podcast. And after being used, it becomes a normal egg. No, if they were, if they were weak s- to eggs, weak to eggs. If they had weak to eggs, so no flu shots. <laughs> For the son of a bitch that will do it with an omelet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So sorry. Did that carry over? I have not to eat enough. No. Carmen, I have a question. Okay. Wait, what? I have a question. Yes. Uh, Yes. How how can I I, I, I? I hate to even be in the position to ask you this, but could we borrow your family heirloom? I don't want to keep it. It's not mine and it doesn't belong to me. But I'm curious. What do you have in mind? Okay, so... Boy, I tell you what. Okay, so so come here. (laughs) Come come closer. I'm going to tell you the weirdest shit right now. (laughs) You won't talk about blood. Yeah, okay. So, (laughs) listen. I need you to take a seat. And he's going to sit on, like, I don't know. A bag <laughs> of bullshit. <laughs> Set on a, I'm a gonna, tall I'm gonna, boy can. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to pull over a bread box and sit with my feet off of the ground on it, and I'm going to look at him. Be like, pull a chair up. 
Did Snake. you just youth pastor this guy? <laughs> sure did, but I'm not sitting at it backwards, so it doesn't count. So, I also don't have like a guitar with the the, the strap of many colors. He, in your hat he, back too. He grabs yeah. a he grabs a chair and he turns it around. And he sits in it backwards. <laughs> the youth pastor. Let me get uh-huh. real with you. So the window, this ancestral sword of yours that your uh, great great times five grandmother used to kill Belcora. Um, I don't know if you're aware. Uh, besides the work that we have done with the graveyard. But we have been spending the last several days going in and out of the gauntlet at the request of the mayor. And while that doesn't really particularly sound like that was all that interesting until this morning, it was. Uh, I'm telling you this because I need your confidence in trusting me. But I also need the assurance that you're not going to do what you did earlier and parade this information around and tell people because this is real. And what we don't want to do is instill a sense of panic in everybody because you went and ran your mouth. Do you understand? I'm offended by the mere thought. I'm sorry, but listen to I keep closely. changing this guy's voice and it's annoying me. It's really funny. I like it. <laughs> I think at the beginning I made him talk like this, like it was kind of a down-to-earth, salt-of-the-earth type. I can't remember. So, listen. I just had... If, if we, When we went into the gauntlet, it was far from normal. There, first of all, seems to be some not-goblins living inside uh, who are, uh, I guess, not dangerous. We were able to talk them out of any kind of conflict. We found evidence of there being possibly, or definitely a, a river drake in Godlight. You um, don't say a river drake. A river drake. We found a, a giant frog bitten clean in half at the hips. I'm surprised so we hadn't heard any tales about those from fishermen and explorers, even the druids up north town. I am too. Regardless... When we got to the base of the tower, we found a still fresh puddle of blood. He raises an eyebrow. You don't say. And what I'm about to tell you is never going to leave this room. At least not for now. Okay? Okay. We witnessed Belcora herself rise out of that in a bloody, awful corporeal form and only thanks to Tovin here were we able to exercise it and save ourselves Tovin doesn't look like the exercising type if I'm honest <laughs> no no but um, the the thing being is that I don't really know what connection this will have but I feel very strongly that maybe we will have s- you said it's been so long since the window tasted blood, and the last blood it tasted was Belcora's. And Carmen, it's still there. Her blood is still there. I cleaned it, and it came back the next day. I want to take your sword and dip it in the blood and see what happens. I want to see if the weapon that killed Belcora can maybe lessen the haunt on Gauntlight and make things easier for us. Again, I'm not keeping it. This is far more important to you than it is to me. But I want permission to borrow it, because I do not want you getting hurt. 
This is far beyond most people in this town, and quite frankly, might be beyond us. But I need your trust. I only just got it back. I don't know if I can give it away just like that. I know you say you don't want to keep it. I understand that. You give me some time to mull it over? Do I have to make a decision right now? No, 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 no. You don't have to make a decision. If you need time to think about it, it's fine. We'll be around. Let me think about it for a while. Find out as much as you can. I I don't want to say I don't believe you, but it just seems real far-fetched. That place has only just been full of crazy kids and ghost stories, you know what I'm saying? Other than the things that live up there. Yosef is going to walk over to Tobin and start lifting up his shirt and, like, other parts on Solus and be like, did these scars look thick? Look! And he's going to, like, point up on the neck on Solus where, like, he always almost exsanguinated. He was like, does that look fake to you? Virgin. Shut up. Um, like I said, I don't want to say that you're lying. I don't think you are, but it just sounds so outlandish. I've lived here my whole life, never heard anything like this. If you wish, you could accompany us yourself. But we will not be responsible for what happens to you. No, it's from the way you were boasting, it seems you can handle yourself just fine. No? If it takes seeing it in person for you to believe us, that's fine. But also know that we're not bullshitting you, and it is dangerous. And what better history for a mayoral candidate than to wade in and out of the gauntlet fancy-free, if only to investigate? His ears perk up a bit, he's like, Yes, face the fight myself. By all means, bring your ancestral weapon. Bring justice and righteousness. Saint is bloodthirst. You may do so yourself. I want Yosef and Kashak to both roll a diplomacy. I got a 17. Son of a bitch. Sorry, you got a natural one for a nine. I'm also going to give you guys a pretty freaking sweet bonus for the RP. Does that mean I get to reroll? No. Oh, a natural one that <laughs> fails, period. That means that, that Yosef has convinced him. Provisionally. He's like, I believe you, but I still would like some time to prepare. Today was the first time I'd seen combat in a long, long time. I need to make sure that I'm sharp if I'm going to go up there with you. I believe you that it's dangerous. I don't want to part with a sword. I hope you can understand. But I will come with you. You just have to give me a little time. Just a little. few days. And I've got work to do for you. And he kind of smiles. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes you do. Well, Bolotovr, we'll come back and, and talk to you again. Please keep this to yourself in regards to the mayor, at least for now, until I've been able to see for myself. Please don't let him know I'm coming. Of course. I, I feel that because of our history, he may try to prevent me from going by force if necessary. I don't know. Our word is our bond, and I give you my word. I will not leak a single syllable of this to the mayor. I thank you for even considering this. Thank you for bringing it to my attention. Also, vote for Carmen for mayor. I like how he didn't give a shit about protecting anybody, but as soon as it was possible that he might have a chance in this next electoral race, he was just like, "Mm, perhaps. Maybe. So, you are down a couple weapons. Solus, what do you, if you go to the gauntlet now, what are you going to fight with, bruh? Uh, hey, come on, dog. I was hoping we weren't going to go today. If if we, Solus, if you need, 
I have an extra war flail that I'm going to try and sell. To th- we left, right? Yeah. Yes. Then I'm going to try to sell it to this guy tomorrow. Well, you can use it today. Very well. Thank you. <laughs> the war flail, though, is a two-handed weapon. Ooh. All so no shield. Are yeah. Weapons. Yeah. Better than nothing. <laughs> Why don't we just go back up to those mausoleums? They're all busted open. Surely that isn't the only mausoleum that has some piece of crap sword lying around. Uh, in the, <laughs> the party pack, there is a short sword. We sold those. We just sold those. Yeah. Can I just pull a Skyrim and steal him back when he's not looking? Yeah, go ahead. Just, right. <laughs> just put a bucket on Actually, him. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Surely they've got some sort of uh, Minutemen militia types, right? That were properly mobilized upon the discovery of the The mayor threat. did say that the guard would be at your disposal, so... Indeed. Hey, uh, give me your true. sword. Pardon <laughs> me, sir. Then I would like to find a, uh, a guard. Oh. <laughs> you see this weak, weak-chinned, lanky guy that looks like he can barely hold the armor he's in. I'm right here, Trevor. Standing at the sweet corner. <laughs> <laughs> Standing at the, at the street corner. Just kind of looking around. Oh, what can I do you for? It's Gomer Pyle. The hook? Well, howdy, Sergeant Carter. (laughs) Shazam. (laughs) Yes, hello, young man. You're... (laughs) Young man, I'm 47. Go ahead, Micah. I've got kids older than you. No, go ahead. Find a different guy, different guard. Find a different one. This is the only one available. (laughs) Dennis. (laughs) Dennis. I see that Solus can't handle it, and I go, "He needs your sword." Yes, <laughs> my sword. Why do you need my sword? We are Pardon on. Me. We are on assignment from the mayor to investigate the gauntlets. At the moment, my own sword is in the shop, and I need. <laughs> to, <laughs> well, I need a load. I'm not gonna lie, Mister. This sounds sketchy. I got a question for you. If the moon was made out of spare ribs, would you eat them? Oh God. <laughs> I I don't know what that means, sir. Well, I sure would. I'd ask for seconds. Kill Don, Don fucking Don. Oh, it's Harry Carey. It's Harry Carey. <laughs> That's a mower made of spare rip. Would the, you eat it? The mayor promised me that the honorable town's guard would be. Well, if the mayor said so, take it. I ain't never used it myself. Well, consarn it. Thank you. I did name her. I did name her. Her name's Lucy, so treat Lucy real well. I'll be here tomorrow if you come back. Put that in the inventory as Lucy. Yep. Turns out it's like a plus three. What kind of sword was it? A long sword. It's a basic long sword. Okay. It's a Vorpal. (laughs) It's a plus three major striking Vorpal longsword. I never used it. I just keep holding it. I don't even know what this does. I just think it's neat. In fact, that one's dad gave it too many points to You know what? I also have a follow-up question for a different medium of fantasy. Uh, Do orcs just think elven blades are blue? You know they do. Yeah, I, I now have Lucy in my inventory. Nice. I'm excited about Lucy. Micah, if our friendship means anything, you have to just say Shazam when you attack. <laughs> just like Gomer Pyle, yep. the guard you took it from. Excellent. Then I am, I am once again armed. What, what was your name once again? Well, gosh, my name's Dilly. Dilly, Dilly. Danvers. 
Dilly Danvers. Dilly Danvers? <laughs> Dilly? <laughs> All my friends worse. call me Dilly Dan. I, I bet they do. <laughs> Guardsman Dan, what sort of pomade do you use? Well, I'm a Dapper Dan man. <laughs> You're Dilly a Dapper Dan man? You're talking about my father. His my daddy was, was a Dilly. His daddy was a no, Dilly. No, my daddy's name was Dapper. Dapper Danvers. He was a Dapper Dan man. Uh. You know, this place is a geographical anomaly. It's two weeks from everywhere, don't you know? <laughs> hey, you know what? That sword you got there, it's bona fide. Y'all come back now, you hear? <laughs> I, yes, I will return this to you as soon as my, my, sh- my sword is finished in the shop. My Thank you. I will say it's about uh, 10 o'clock in the morning now. Yeah. It's been a busy morning, guys. So, yeah. uh, and we've yet to sleep. <laughs> We're still operating off of our existing spell slots. <laughs> that could be a problem if you do more than a cursory looksy loo. Well, okay, well, let's think about this for a minute. We need eight hours for a long rest for those who need spell slots to get spell slots back. That only puts us at like four in the afternoon. Or sorry, uh, yeah, yeah, four in the afternoon or six or something like that. Be six. The problem with that, though, is that we're approaching the fall season, which means it gets darker earlier, and that means that we have, like, maybe an hour. No, it starts at Calistra, so it's in the winter right now. It's edging towards spring, so the days are getting longer. So we are in the middle of winter, so the days are shorter, though. Right. Have we forgotten about the wolf hunters? I mean, I do understand, and I am just as interested as you are in lycanthropy and how it affects people, but uh, I don't know if you remember... But the gauntlet fired the laser at us, and that seems just a little bit more important than the random dog person no one has seen for ten to years. To be fair, we did poke that sleeping lion. Remember the time that it spawned a grub of a <laughs> sentient insect race, and the grub almost curb stomped all of us. All at the same there. time, all five of us, because it's got yes. six legs. So I was just wondering if the gauntlet can just make that happen at any time. I'm kind of a... F- I mean, I'm nervous for what the second level. I don't think that it can, because if it could, then why would it stop at any given point? I guess that's a good point. I just wasn't expecting that, you know? When Top or whatever his fucking name was told us that the gauntlet shot lasers, I, I thought it was fucking lying to us. I mean, it's absent-minded, but not malicious. I, I still don't know that. why it wanted the telescope either. Do you guys still have that telescope? Yeah, because I don't think he could take it, right? He jumped to a portal, and it was just left. Yeah, I, I was going to give it to the mayor. Right. Oh, so, let's RP that. Oh, shit. That could probably be really important. Well, a telescope. <laughs> or if not, to Rin. Let's, let's take this to Rin. Let's take this to Rin first. We could take that to Rin. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, and on the on the walk there, Yosef, uh, talking to the other person that's the same height as him almost, will uh, more or less uh, fill them in about how the uh, a couple of days beforehand um, we had fought a sentient doll uh, in a room full of broken glass. And the only reason we went in there is because some fucking weird creature said it would give us secrets if we gave it, and I quote, a shiny tuber. Ah, <laughs> Sounds like the stuff of nightmares. The shiny tuber was this. And then he pulls out the telescope from, like, Billiam's back pocket or something. Ah. And he tried to jump into a portal, but like a dog with a stick too large, it left it behind. I see. So I guess we have this. But also, I'm pretty sure it was some fake creature, if I had to take a guess. 
Sounds about right. Anyway, hey, Rin, no roof lady, it's us. Why, yes. Yosef, was it? Yes, yes. How are you? Tovin. Rin, good to see you again. Solus, believe your name's Billiam. You, I've seen you around. Is it Kashik? Indeed, Mr. Dixie. Always a pleasure. Indeed, indeed. What what brings you to Rin's Wonders this fine day? We, they found a stick. <laughs> we know that you love really weird things. Yeah, we, we found this. So we uh, we met a creature called Tangletop, which I'm pretty sure was a fake creature. I, I, I don't know what it was. It looked like an elf, but really small. Had the black eyes and everything very weird. Anyway, um, he put us up to a proposition and said that in exchange for three secrets, um, he would give us three secrets, I mean, if we got him a, uh, a shiny tube and we recovered the shiny tube, it was this telescope. This actually happened. This is not a dream that he's describing. Yes, we were all there. And the more I think about it, this, this, this telescope is actually probably really big for Yosef. So he's like, mm, this. Bill will come down and grab it. The reality is often stranger than the dreams we dream, so I do not doubt your tale. Anyway, Tangletop, weird fake creature, wanted this telescope. I think just because it was shiny, but when he tried to jump worlds into another portal, he couldn't hang on to it and dropped it. So I guess it's ours now, uh, and we thought maybe we'd bring it to you. May I? She holds of her course. hands out. For Please her. take it! She picks it up, and this is the first time you've really gotten a good, good look at it. Right, and um, it's exquisitely crafted. It's um, a bright white metal. The motion for it expanding and closing, there's no scraping or anything. It's perfectly smooth. The detents lock in place very tight with a loud snap when it gets into place. And once you push it just hard enough, it collapses right down, and then it, it kind of bottoms out nice and soft as it collapses together so it doesn't damage any of the mechanisms the lens is extremely finely ground looks like it's probably ground in that workshop that you found it and this is she she holds it in her hand and she she opens it and closes it and says come come with me and she leads you upstairs and tove and you recognize this is from the first night that you were in town and she led you up to this overlook where you looked at the stars, and she takes this telescope, and she's like, my telescope is good for approximately 25 miles. It's finely crafted. Very, very expensive for me. It was nearly two months' wages when I first bought this, and I've never been able to part with it. I suspect, though, that this one is significantly better. And uh, she takes the old one out the, the one she already has out of the stand and she puts this one in its place and she spins around and faces the harbor and she looks out she's about 40 miles offshore there's a large rock uh, it's approximately 100 feet tall it's, it's massive ships at times use it for navigation because it's made of very very bright pink granite shines in the moonlight very brightly. I cannot see it with my telescope, but notice this, and she points it, and you you go up and uh, stand in front of the telescope. Who's, who's going to look first? 
Yosef will go. Yosef should. Yosef. I'll pull up a stool. Yeah, she she <laughs> points over to a stool you can get and you bring it over. And I want you to roll a perception check. I scrape it across the floor and roll a perception check. I don't have the strength to pick it up. <laughs> I want you to give yourself a 15 bonus on this roll. Plus 15? Yeah. On top of my already? Yes. Okay. Uh, okay, so this will be plus 15, right? Yep. Okay, this is a plus 23 rule. Jeebus. Natural, Natural 17 for a 40. Oh, whoa. Oh, whoa. You look through this nice. telescope. Oh, I see forever. <laughs> I can and... see my own asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All the way around Galarian. From- <laughs> You're looking at this... Um, at this large rock. And at first, all you see is pink, and you think that there's something wrong. Yep. <laughs> there's polyps. But you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping that one. You that, was that, that, that was good. That was worthwhile. That was really good. Okay. <laughs> okay. All you see is pink, and you think there might be something wrong. And, and you know, you're like, I, I think there's... kind of look at her like there's something wrong. She's like, no, no. Move a little bit up. Okay. And you do. And it looks like you are you are almost focusing on a single facet of the granite. And you uh, like a, a single, you know, if you ever looked at granite, it's it's got it's almost like a, a conglomeration of different minerals. Mm-hmm. You're almost looking at a specific pink chunk of quartz in the granite. And you move it up, and you're focused on this gull's nest. And you can see this gull feeding its chick. Couldn't be more than two or three days old, and you can see it with perfect clarity. She says, I've never seen its equal. This is the most finely crafted spyglass I've seen in my life. I think I can see what this bird's having for breakfast. Spoilers and crabs. This is almost 40 miles away, right? Yes. Holy. Granted, you can't see the base of the rock because of the curvature of the earth of Galarian. Potato, potato. But you can see the top and the roosts of the gulls. I don't know that its equal exists. On the entirety of the Starstone Isle, I don't, I don't think its equal exists in the greatest astronomical houses of Absalom. Something like this is a once-in-a-lifetime creation of a master craftsman. You found it at the gauntlet? Yes. There is a a secondary auxiliary building off to the northwest. Smaller. Uh, It seemed to be that the room that we found this in was responsible for creating the glass that goes into the gauntlet tower itself. Or at least it was some 500 years ago. Strangest thing about this is there's not a hint of magic on this device. It was made completely by hand. We know who made this too, right? And Yosef is looking at, at everybody else like I remember a name, the 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 Volok Azrene. Yes. Volok Azrene. Yeah, we we before we got this, we had to fight a doll. A, a bird-like doll. And the doll asked us if we were the master and said this name that I keep forgetting to say up loud. 
Volok Azrene. Except, is Master Volok back? And when we replied, it screamed at us that we were not the master and then attacked. I do not know this name. Do you know if, uh, um, ah, oh, shit. I always forget everyone's names. The, 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 uh, the small woman who runs the Dawn fl- uh, Flower Library. Vandy Bandernash. Yes. She, th- she had the information on Belcora. Do you think she might know who this is? I do know that Volok is a drow name, though. Oh. Oh, ho, 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 ho. I feel like we should either take it to her or more lament to ask more questions. Yes. To both. Thank you. I can tell you this is masterfully crafted, but nothing beyond what you already knew with your own eyes. I apologize. No, no. If you are willing to part with it, I will give you a tidy sum for it, though. Um, I would gladly uh, absolutely trade you for your current one. If you could just give us the lenses of that and also the difference in value to you. Listen, no, I, I will never part with this. This was my my first curiosity, as it were. I don't know if we want to sell it yet, just because I want to know more about this. It's If it's like you say, there's not another telescope like this on Galarian, and I want to know why it's here. <clears throat> yes, if you say that. What, what price are you willing to pay, Ren? I would give you 20 gold for it. Yeah, we'll talk later. I would take 20 gold, and he, I, I will overpower Yosef to give it to you. I'm faster than you are. I step in between Tobin and, and Yosef. I step in between and say, I agree with Yosef. We need to get more information. Flex that high end. I, uh, I appreciate all of your help, Rin. Uh, I don't really, I, I, speaking for myself and not for everybody else, I don't want the telescope. If you want to have it when we're done, I could care less. But as of right now, I just want all of the information I can get out of it. Yes, perhaps some of the archives of the Dawnflower may... Dawnflower Library may prove more useful than me. Obviously, no offense is meant, Miss Elixir. We simply want to have the object at hand. None taken whatsoever. We need more information about it. Uh, yes. If we want to part with it, you'll be our first option. And uh, with that, Yosef is going to kind of, you know, jump down off of his stool and look at his other compatriots. Crack. Yeah, I, I was thinking about, like, he'll collapse a telescope, and then I keep forgetting that Yosef is incredibly small. I'll, put, I'll, I'll grab it and collapse it. <laughs> put it in my... So... Super gently. I'm just going to look at everybody. Uh, <clears throat> Is there anything you're going to put it in your butt? Because that's what I heard. <laughs> I did say that. That's why it's Jesus. collapsible. Yeah, I hey. did. So uh, does anybody else have anything that we need to bother Miss Savixi with? Or are we good to go? The hobgoblin in the back. This is, yeah, this is this lady, not to her. This is me asking you guys. This lady is no. often awake at night, correct? And and out. Is this, or am I thinking of a different person? No, that's, she, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Could I don't be. But I don't remember really. But she was her asleep last time I tried to visit her at night. I just know that she's a member of the caravan, so mm-hmm. I don't know how she sleeps here over and over again. But she does, I think. Well, remember, she well, mechanically, this person, she's a tiefling elf. So she huffs a lot of paint. 
Yeah. I, what my my thought my thought process was if she's if this lady's awake at night, I'm wondering if she has seen our lycanthropy friend trancing about from where she is. Oh, Billiam, were you asking about uh, some hunters you heard at the bar? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joel Mesmond. There were some uh, other less cool-looking adventurers than us <laughs> talking about going after him. I figured if this lady's awake at night, maybe she's seen something. I haven't heard that name many years as far as I know he's dead. Driven off the cliffs by a mob when he was finally discovered. Why do you ask? The druids north of town seem to believe that he's still alive. Whirlywind is grasping at straws to try to make up for the failure of the green faith to protect the people of this town. Okay. I guess that her resentment checks out. If you think about it, that that telescope would be pointed upwards rather than, you know, at the forest. I, I do not... I do not expect there to be any anything left of Jal Mesman that wasn't picked apart by the birds within days of his death. Worldly with his grasping at straws. I guess you two weren't friends? She's a dreamer. Unfortunately, she has very dark dreams as of late. Hmm. Town conflict. Interesting. Why did they not like each other? They're not that far off in faith. I know. That's, that's kind of the thing. It's just weird for them to have some kind of animosity. Well, um, I appreciate your input, and um, I, I don't know. I, it seems that there is a handful of people, not just her, interested in finding him now. I don't even know where those werewolf hunters are from. I haven't seen them before, and I'm... Werewolf hunters, you say? Yes. Yeah, at uh, Cross Cask. We heard them going out. Mr. Vixie, why would you care? Obviously, they're trying to chase someone. Whirly Wind has poisoned Kano. He must believe that Jawl is still alive and has put out a bounty on his head. I will seek out Kilkano immediately and get to the bottom of this. Um, Meta question. Whirlywind was the one getting yelled at by Kilkano in the street, right? Yes, and Whirlywind is the one that you met in the Druid Circle at so, the end of episode nine. Sure. So they don't like each other. Yeah, it sounds about right. They don't. Mm-hmm. They don't like each other. But Whirlywind is putting into his head that this guy is still alive. And just being honest, and this is going to be really fun if this is not the case, and we can isolate this audio later. But this feels like an enormous red herring. God, I wish I had an investigator right now. More like a side quest, am I right? Yeah, or I don't know. I I want it to. It's just weird. I'm trying to like figure out what the what the angle would be for this chick wanting this guy to be alive when it's obviously not like it's causing animosity between her and other people in town. It'd probably be better if he was dead, right? Indeed, it's almost like it was written into a story somewhere. Why would anyone waste the time to write a red herring? Curious. You complain about a story, and yet you exist in a story. Curious. What? Me? I'm not <laughs> complaining about a story. Dear liberals, you say you want to cure world hunger, but you keep eating. Curious. Stop it, Micah. <laughs> Lisa Miller for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rin, with that, she's like, I, I will take my leave. Please, I trust you to let yourselves out as you go. And she kind of storms off towards the market. Oh, oh shit. 
I made her mad. Yosef is going to look at the rest of his party real slow and be like, I I don't believe so. I mean, I I I can't for the life of me figure out why she would be upset about this. I've never seen her that upset about anything. How many times have you seen her? I mean, not often. She stays in here, but it, it has to rain in this house. Why isn't she angry more often? Okay, well, when she, when it rains, do you come to see? Gentlemen, gentlemen, if you're worried about being rained on, by all means, let's let's retreat to the Warrens. <laughs> Keep trying to get people underground like you're going to eat them. I'm sure. It's like you're just trying to lure people underground. It's like you're going to steal their kidneys and sell them on the Oaken Market. No, we, we have a location that's easy to walk into. It's just a cave. It's warm and and there's no sunlight or moonlight. Nothing to piss people off. You just those are, sit down. Those are all the things that I need for my faith. So, um... Sunlight, moonlight, animosity, and anxiety. Ah, Literally the the makings of Tobin. That sounds like the makings of an average faith. Yes, okay. I understand. So are we following her or not? No, I don't think think we should follow her. I don't want... I have zero desire to see whatever sort of wrath she's about to visit upon whoever she's going to visit on to. I do. I dare say, here it is, noon... And I've yet to sleep in the last 48 hours. Perhaps. How about you go take a nap? And he looks at Billiam and Tovin and Solis. He's like, you guys go talk to Fandy. Uh, I'm going to follow Rin. I want to see where this goes. Hey, hey, Yosef. Uh, yes? Just so you know, I, I owe uh, Rin a bit of a boon. She did save me uh, as a child. She found me in the wilds. Um... The only reason that I am where I am today is because she delivered me to the caravan. And there's really, having traveled the world, no other place for me. Please be gentle with her. Take every action you see with a grain of salt, whatever it is in your elevated palate that helps you gag something down. Take your time. Digest it. But don't don't go in with malice. I didn't really plan on interfering. I just want to see what she says to him. I feel like... Okay. Listen, Dovin, I don't think you need to worry. I don't plan on interfering. I just want to see what she says to Kilkano. I feel like I'm missing some pieces, and I'm just curious. If you'd rather I'd not follow her, I will No, it's fine. I, you know what? In, in all curiosity, I want you to. And I want you to report back to me verbatim what you see. Because I don't, I do want to be an impartial observer of what she does. I don't completely trust her, but I do know I owe her. Understood. So you're going to go running after her? Uh, I feel like I have the best stealth in the group. If I'm, if anybody is going to watch her do what she does without being noticed, it's going to be me. And I want to see. I mean, maybe Krenta or, uh, or uh, Keshek, because I don't know what your stealth is, but. That's not fabulous. Okay, but if nobody has any other objections, I'm going to go. I don't know how long this would take. I imagine not long at all. So I will meet you at the, uh, the Dawnflower Library when I am done. I'm really interested in this, so I'm, I'm going to follow what's going on with Yosef here. Okay. okay. I like this. Um, you're able to catch up relatively quickly. She's walking with a purpose, right? Mm-hmm. She's not rushing. 
Um, she knows where she's going. She knows how to get there. She knows when she's going to get there. She's thinking about what she's going to say. She's very focused on what she's doing. She does not notice you trailing her. I actually did roll a stealth check on that one, by the way. She makes her way south into town across the river. Farther south. Makes a left down into the Ratway and then into Atari Market. You find her. You see her going into the, the main building. Otari Market is actually a bit of a misnomer. It's several stalls. Yeah. Um, and there multiple people are hawking their wares. She goes into the main one, and uh, as she does, you feel the telltale tingle of arcane magic rippling. You recognize it. I mean, you don't really have detect magic, but you've been around long enough that you can tell when something's happening. I'm trained in Arcana. Right, exactly. You're trained. You, you, you know what's going on. And as you get closer, um, when you get about a foot away from the wall, say you're trying to get your ear up to the wall, trying to hear what's going on, complete silence. Um, but it looks like there are a couple other people approaching, not just people looking at wares and, and looking for things. You recognize some of these people. They're wearing roughshod armor. You can hear the clanging of their swords. You hear they're cheering, they're chanting. Yeah, we'll get that wolf. We'll get him. Yeah, we just got to make sure we're going to the right place. We got to make sure we're looking for the right person. And you duck away just in time for the trio of bounty hunters to open the door to the market. Right after Rin's gone in. And we'll see you next week. Oh no. Oh, oh man. Oh, no. Dang. I, I, I like want, this. Yep. Oh, I want to be a werewolf hunter yeah. so bad now. Suddenly, they thank you for Moonbeam! 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 I'd like to, uh, I'd like to <laughs> offer my services with Moonbeam! Print Tint uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizoine, used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Roll for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Characters and original storylines are the property of Roll for Intent. Music for this podcast provided by Dark Fantasy RPG Studio, Michael Gilfey, Kevin McLeod, and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com.